Welcome to Epic Brunch, an all-vegan brunch chefed up by myself, Cece, and my amazing partner, Light Jr. After we break bread, join us for a conversation with a special guest. We'd love to hear from you. Got a question or just want to say peace? Write to us, epicbrunchbk at gmail.com. <laughs> welcome, welcome. We are here. Um, another episode. Another episode. episode. We have a super esteemed guest. An esteemed guest. We actually, um, actually, see, we met this guest originally on the same day. We were, hmm. he's the Silent Night. Silent um, Night. Another friend of ours. We were at his event um, at the Sidewalk. Sidewalk. Sidewalk Cafe. Um, out there on the low east side and you know we were chilling at the event and we heard this voice on stage very powerful voice very passionate mm-hmm. powerful voice from the blue grass state is that right yes, yes. kentucky blue grass state kentucky i always wanted to the go KY. there um yeah this is a sister we met then and then fast forward we met again through circles of people and music and creatives and brilliant minds and she's here with us today she's an artist she's a singer songwriter playwright theatrical phenomenon she's a vegan she's brilliant and no, like, she's, brilliant. Like, yeah. she's like black girl magic squared real talk exactly her name's Barry, y'all. Welcome, Barry. Hey, everybody. We that was like a it. really dope introduction. Yeah, no, it's real. It's real. And um, we're glad you're here talking with us because, you know, it's it's a time now where I feel like a lot of people are coming to this just organic awareness of, yo, I'm not judging everybody else, but you know what? I want to eat better, you know, mm-hmm. in a sense of I want to start to eat more green things and roughage and things that are good for me on purpose and learn more about it. Fiber. Exactly. (laughs) So my first question is like, what brought you on this journey? What was that moment for you? Yeah. So shout out to the vegan life. Plants are sexy. Um, (laughs) So yeah, I I became a vegan in 2007. Um, Before that I had been transitioning and uh, you know what's so funny in college, I had a really strict vegan friend and I used to make fun of her all the time. I'm like, oh my God, how can you not eat pizza or whatever? Like what? And so um, I decided that, you know, around like 2006, I did like a cleanse and that cleanse had me to be dairy free. Um, I should have been dairy free from like birth, of course, all of us, <laughs> all of us should have been, but I always had tro- problems with that because my mom said I was bedwetting every time I drank milk. And that was when I was a kid, like a baby, like a, like two, three years old. And so I got rid of dairy because, you know, as singers, we shouldn't be doing dairy anyway um, because it just, you know, leaves phlegm and it harbors disease and all that stuff. So I got rid of that in 2006. I did some stupid liquid green powder diet or something. Mm-hmm. It was like for 21 days or no, something no, like that. No, no. <laughs> and then I tried to go back to dairy and I couldn't do it. And I was like, I just got to get rid of it. Um, but I stopped drinking milk in 2004. 2006 was all dairy. And then by the time I read, like, there was a book I read called Skinny Bitch. And I was like, I can't go back. And, uh, and then, then that was it. I was down to salmon in August of 2007. And then later on that month, I just decided to go totally all the way 
for me has been a kind of reversing of the aging process. I mean, nice. I've, I feel like I feel better at 37 than I did at 25. Or, that's awesome. You know, so that's right. that's what started it for me. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, there's definitely a similarity in my journey where I did not necessarily a powder fast, but it was with green juice. Yeah. You know, and it wasn't a thing that I said, oh, during this process, I'm going to not eat dairy or not eat this. It took away the cravings. Yeah. It rebooted my system mm -hmm. in a sense where I didn't want it anymore. Yes. You know, and another thing you said that I feel like is very powerful and common to a lot of, you know, people who change their lives in terms of their eating habits is when you empower yourself with information, it's hard to go back. Yeah. You know, when you start to read about these things and really, you know, empower yourself and learn about them, it's hard to just say, oh, I'm going to just throw that out my mind and still yeah. deal with it, you know? Yeah. I didn't even know it was an option. Like, it's just being from Kentucky, everything has pork in it. Like, you want to go back? It's like salads have bacon and bacon and egg and cheese in it. Like they have that in the salad. Like, can you take it out? No, it's pre-made. Like I, I so just <laughs> things like that. And I'm like, I gotta cook my meals from scratch when I go back no to doubt. Kentucky. And so um, for me, that just wasn't in my vocabulary to even consider vegetarianism or veganism for that matter. So true in, in general. Um, my second question, because my first question is always, how did you enjoy the food? But we'll put a pin in that. I'd like to know. Um, yum. Yay. Um, when you do go home and you see your family, how welcoming or embracing were they to your change of lifestyle? That is funny. Well, <laughs> my, <laughs> that's hilarious. No, um, my mom, she's vegan now. She's awesome. just newly converted. Yay, Mom. Even though she was in Trinidad, she was like, well, not this week. But um, <laughs> <laughs> love her. Love her. She's the best. No, but she became vegan um, in March, um, May, uh, on her birthday. Um, so that's good. Um, and she was always pretty much supportive because she's been gluten-free, sugar-free, soy-free for like mm -hmm. 18 years. Wow. Yeah. So she's had... Uh, uh, food allergies for a long time so she's kind of was already kind of hovering around that she ate meat but everything was rice milk or rice cheese or whatever but you know friends of the family and things like that uh it's hard to explain what veganism is i think it's now getting a, a more of a, a presence mm -hmm. um but yeah it was like oh you know i used to tell people all the time like, i can't eat that Especially if you go to people's houses and stuff like that, and they mm -hmm. make stuff for you. I can't eat it. Oh, yes, you can. Yeah. Just take it out. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but like, it'll hurt my stomach. Like, I can't eat it. You know, and a lot of it was just like, no, it's okay. Um, you eat fish though, right? I'm like, no, I don't eat fish either. Why not? You know, and so there's a lot of that explaining happening, like the first few times. Now, recently when I went back, like maybe a year ago, mm -hmm. um, I started cooking food for my friends that were vegan. I mean, that that was vegan. And they were like, oh, I made like um, spaghetti squash nice. with really banana sauce. Nice. And then I made tofu scramble um, and things like that. And so my friend was like, oh, and so that's exactly how they said it too. Because okay, yeah. they get it after a while. They everyone, get it. Everyone they get feels it. like vegans. And plus, you know, they see me with thick thighs and a big butt, and they're like, what happened to you? I'm like, we don't eat straws. And like, 
grass and like we eat food like exactly. rice and beans and exactly. potatoes potatoes and oatmeal and peanut butter and like we eat food like yeah but I be kicking butt on the um, workout machine, though. I be running circles around y'all meat eaters. But anyway, so I She digress. does, like, she, I, did you walk six miles here today? Um, not today. Not today. Okay. Not today. But before, 6.3 miles. 6.3 miles, because, like I said, berries. We don't play magics. around. We don't play around. Very cool. Very Yo. cool. So back to the food. Okay. Let's take that pin out. Tell us what you loved. Well, I just, I do think the food needed a lot more seasoning because I just didn't feel like it really matched my <laughs> chef uh, uh, um, palate. Well, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, if y'all, if y'all saw my plate, like I love food so much. Like I'm such a foodie. Like if y'all saw my plate, I don't think there was nothing left on it. Like there was no crumb was and I wanted some more sausage. Um, because it was delicious but the food was like uh i had like chills eating it because you know who cooked what like you cooked the waffles i cooked the waffles i also baked banana bread oh the banana bread was good too oh yeah that was good, that was good. um that was i made good. a sausage thanks field roast we love you if you would like field roast to ship us a year supply of apple sage sausage i won't say no I won't say no either. Yeah. It'd probably be gone though. The year supply would be gone in like, like in a day, two, <laughs> like in two months, yo. Because I was like, "This is good. This is good." I said yeah, it like it five times really in a row. It was really great. But it, the, it. the the brunch was delicious, and Thank I was looking you. forward to it because it looks good on uh, video. I was just hoping that it matched the video standard. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I, was I will admit, we we wanted to add some things today, but. It was a lazy morning. No, it was great. Definitely. Yeah. No, yeah, I yeah. enjoyed every amount of it. And I even licked my fingers. Yeah. <laughs> Most specifically great. because, I mean, I got syrup on it. But still, the point is, <laughs> it was delicious all around in general. We should do like an epic dinner. Like a lunch dinner instead of a Oh, nice. Lunch. Epic. But that doesn't yeah. sound good. It epic, doesn't. Epic, epic liner. liner. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't, it doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound good. Like but we're still going to do it. Better. We'll come up with a different name. You guys are talented. You'll think of something. Epic liner. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Um, in addition to eating style, I feel like as women, there's more than just the food to the vegan lifestyle. Yes. There's also things like fashion and makeup. Yay. Can you tell us a little bit more about your vegan glow up situation? Yeah, so um, people have always said I looked beautiful, gorgeous, drop dead gorgeous, like hot. And like, I always have these DMs. No, I'm sure. um, <laughs> I was going to say, I always get the DM. I do be getting DMs though. It's crazy. But um, down it's like, in the DM. It's, it does not go down. It gets shut down in the DMs. <laughs> shut down in Shut the DMs. down saying no in the DMs. Um. No, but the Vegan Globe was a project started by me and my good friend. I met her actually online. Um, we, we have a common friend, Maisha Cherry. She's a raw, raw foodist or whatever. And uh, we met and uh, shot at eBay. And um, she's known as One Vegan Fatty. And she has like five handles like I do on Instagram. And uh, we were going to a pop-up. And most of the times when I see veganism in the world, mm -hmm. especially in the New York City world, it's quite, what's the word? Not diverse. And what I mean by not diverse is like, no black people <laughs> uh, in general, or just like people of color. Um, it's pretty homogenous no is, is the word for no it. Doubt. And so 
so that's one portion of it and we were just we decided we should make our own so that's one thing the second portion the glow up part is we wanted to make the pop-up experience better than just food and better than just everybody just hanging out and drinking mm-hmm. bloody marys and yeah boom and uh, no shade or anything like that i just wanted to be able to say well i'm a musician and i'm also into health so we should add health um, and, 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 and artists, artistry of some sort, Absolutely. and food all together, mm-hmm. as well as clothing and all the other stuff that goes along with it. So those are the two things I was thinking about as well. And then also two people always ask me questions, or how do you get your skin like that? Or uh, what do you do to your hair? Or how do you, um, and at first when I became vegan, I was just food dietary. Mm-hmm. And now I pride myself on trying to do the best I can with making everything that I touch vegan. Um, so as far as the makeup goes, I've been researching a lot because I feel like that's part of who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been researching makeup brands and also like just, you know, vegan leather and um, different things. I put my hair is a lot easier. I think yeah. hair is easy. Hair is easy. Hair is easy. But sometimes when it does with makeup, we're so, um, you know, accustomed to and, 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 and normalized to get the kind of makeup that is famous and what people, famous people wear. And I'm not about that. So Vegan Globe is a, com- a culmination of all the things that people have said to me over the years and the things that I've seen or that were lacking in the New York City vegan scene and also just being intersectional when it comes to different subcategories that I am. Black, woman, vegan, from Kentucky, you know, all those things <laughs> merging together. You know. Very cool. Mm-hmm. No doubt. Very cool. Do you have a favorite brand or girl, company that yes. you recently discovered girl or been rocking with for girl a while? yes so what, what? i'm trying to look look i'm trying to get like a a, a sponsorship <laughs> real quick <laughs> uh, <laughs> i do love nyx nyx beauty mm-hmm. um they're inexpensive because i'm all about being beat on a budget i mean not like physically beat but like you know face beat <laughs> like makeup beat on a budget and um just in case y'all are not makeup uh, connoisseurs um, I'm all about being beat on a budget because I, I feel like um, NYX is one of those those brands that's inexpensive, inexpensively classy is another mm-hmm. word, I've, another term I've coined. Um, and I do think uh, I've seen makeup bloggers with really high-end makeup and I just feel like I'm not going to do that. I got right. a budget. I have a budget. And I want to be there for the regular people. You know what I mean? True. So I think NYX is one of them. Also, the black beauty brands are good, too. Like um, Aman, I know, is vegan. Um, Aman Cosmetics by Aman herself. And um, Black Opal and Black Radiance, they're mm. both vegan. Also, Wet n' Wild is vegan. And Elf. But I do love NYX the most. Um, they have, like, a store at Queen Center Mall, and I live right by there, and it's, like, a problem. Dope. So, But they sell NYX everywhere. They sell NYX at the grocery, I mean, like, grocery store. But, like, um, they do. Actually, I went to Bellingham, Washington, and they had Nick's oh, wow. at the grocery store. Very cool. But yeah, that's what I—that's probably one of my favorites right now. Very cool. Very so, cool. what about um, what about restaurants? What are some yeah. of your favorite yeah. spots? You Who needs Yelp when we have Berry? Hey. She puts us on to like all the best yeah, places. That's why I be thick than a mug, thick like a peanut butter milkshake. Um, <laughs> Chloe's, tell us about Chloe's. Chloe's oh, Fruit yeah. and Co. You just put us on. To yeah, that the so. Yo, I don't know what it was, like maybe four or five, three or four years ago. I was like, what is this place? And I'm all, I was always in Union Square all the time mm-hmm. doing something. I don't know, being nosy. I don't know. Anyway, um, I was there performing, I think. And I was I saw this place and I was like, hmm. Right? That was the exact sound I made. Hmm. And um, 
I walked in and it was just fruit juice, water, and a bit of sugar in mm -hmm. a soft serve fruit. And whenever I'm in Union Square, it has to go down. Yeah, yeah it was good. It was good. I mean, it was like we had like a dark chocolate fruit soft serve and we had a banana soft serve and they combined it. Yes. And it was like this crunchy, salty, chocolatey thing and it's all vegan. Pretzels. Peanut butter sauce. Um, yeah. yeah. And they also have waffles that they put the, the soft serve on. Wow. So that's really good. That's probably one of my favorite like dessert places because I don't feel like I'm doing too much. Yes. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, and I, when we were there, I, I, uh, we tried a little bit of the strawberry, which was phenomenal. Yeah, I heard that was, was good great. Too. Uh, we just got, we got our, our friend, um, uh, what's that? Aaron Meyer. Yeah, Aaron, Aaron Meyer. Shout out to Aaron Meyer. Aaron Meyer. Hey, boo. Hey, hey. She um, happy, was, happy belated. She was happy belated. She was uh, uh, yes. using her amazingness. She's another black girl magic. Black girl magic. And I don't know what she said, but we walked out of there with a whole... With a free, small strawberry. strawberry uh, for us nice. to share. It was quite refreshing. He was trying to tell me to smile or whatever, but I'm like, I'm not, a, I'm not smiling on cue unless you're paying me. Shouts out to Tatiana. It still happens, even though you did this amazing art project. Yeah. Telling people to stop telling women to smile, they still if do If you it. smiled, you could have got a free one, too. I don't want a free one. I want to use my hard-earned money to pay for my own. <laughs> Vegan. But, I mean, but next time, maybe I want a free one. But yeah, shout out to Chloe's. Um, yeah, babe, what other spots? I mean, it yes. could be here in New York. Yes. You know, okay, but, I got some. Yeah. I got some. Um, yo. Season vegan is probably one of my favorites. Okay. Cause their food is like their food is like well seasoned. It's like soul food. It's like no delicious. I've taken like plenty of people there. So Cece and I went there and she got the wrong thing. Yeah. She got the um, sweet potato pancakes though, you need to stop playing with that. that. Yeah, this their sweet potato mash was on point. Yeah, I like this episode of MASH. That was on point. Um, and so was that. What did I get? The praline ice cream? No, this the, it's the salted, so the salted chocolate caramel chocolate chip cookie thing, something. No, I didn't have that yet. Okay. No, this was no like, we had a sandwich. It was, all was I know it was like praline. Red velvet it was a vel cupcake. red velvet oh, cupcake yeah, sandwich. Yeah. 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 Where did y'all go? Uh, when? Yeah, a mile back? No, yeah, this is a couple of months ago. Couple months oh, okay, yeah. So I go, because I work on 114th and Wadley's right over there. Yeah. So I go over there and be like, let's just meet at uh, Season Vegan. So Season Vegan is one of my favorites. I do love their chicken nuggets. Probably the best chicken nuggets I've, I've just tasted in general. Um, so I go there a lot. And the reason why I go there a lot is I'm always in Harlem and like there's not much. I mean, I used to go to Uptown Juice Bar too, but I got tired of yeah. the, the same same foods all the same time. You got to be in the mood. Yeah, for that's it. true. So, um, Very true. Yeah, and you know, and I don't love season vegans' prices, but I do think their food is good. I do think their food is good. Yeah. I think it's delicious, actually. Um, I do love, um, I gotta say, like, Champs is up there probably with all my favorites. Even though I, I've eaten a lot of vegan food. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a lot of it. Champs is up there. Dunwell Donuts, yo. I do love Veggie's Cafe, but it's not um, vegan. Yeah. But it's Veggie Cafe on, it's like on Fulton and Nostra. Um, exactly. Mm -hmm. And they have the best tofu scramble with yuca fries. They got this sauce that goes with the yuca fries. It's like good. And then I, of course, I, have a, I think I have an obsession with sweet potatoes in general. Mm. Uh, <laughs> like I, just in general. Uh, so I had their sweet potato pancakes and they had like the soy whip. It was so good. So just in general, <laughs> we need sweet a video potatoes. clip of you doing that move. Yeah. <laughs> this needs to be like a TV show, okay? Um, but anyway, that, those are like my, 
And I also do love Van Lewins. Um, I go to that a lot. Mm, not hip. Where's Van Lewins? Van Lewins is everywhere. Um, they have a truck. They have a truck and they have like 10 non-vegan flavors and 10 vegan flavors. Mm. Um, and my favorite is they have like this red currant wedding cake. Wow. And um, they also have like this, I don't know, pine. I never tried it. Pine cornbread vanilla. It's you know, it's gentrification flavors. Got it. Got and, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Because in the hood, it's, yeah. Because in the hood, it's chocolate vanilla strawberry yeah. or Neapolitan. That's true. <laughs> and butter pecan. That's Pine pretty much box. it. <laughs> yeah. So if you go to Van Lewis, you got you got all the regular flavors got plus like three extras. or four fancy joints. And they have that, yeah, now that you say that name, I've seen it in grocery stores. Grocery stores, they yeah. sell it, but it's too much in the grocery store. It's you might like as well just go bucks. to, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like nine ninety nine. Yeah. Nah, bro. No, we didn't do yeah. that. We're not doing that. And it's that like price. this big. Talk yeah. about exactly. $10. Yeah. yeah. If y'all saw this, it's like four ounces. Anyway, um, I do like Van Lewis a lot. Yeah. I, I go there and be like, I'm going to go Van Lewis. And everybody that's be on a diet, I be like, I don't like none of y'all because I eat what I want. No doubt. And like, I don't go overboard, but if I want it, I'm going to get it. Exactly. Why should I have to pride myself? Exactly. True story. True story. I'm very appreciative to Ample Hills because they now offer two vegan flavors, only one of which I've tried. Oh, Ample Hills, huh? Yeah. I've never heard of it ever in life. They have a chocolate, I think it's called O Chocolate. Oh, nice. Yeah, and it is good. 16 Handles. My friend hit me up to that. My homegirl. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. What's up with them? So the one on 19 and... 8th mm-hmm. Avenue, um, they have a soy vanilla yogurt. Wow. And it is, they don't have no after flavor. Like, you know, sometimes when you taste the soy, yeah, it's kind of yeah, strong yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It's smooth and creamy like the yogurts that you would be used to in a frozen yogurt place. Wow. And it was really, really, really good. Okay. 16 handles. 16 handles on 8th and 19th. I tried to go to the one in Queens Center Mall, but you know in Queens, they, they nothing but state. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not trying. It's like... If it's if it's like you know international, yeah. they not trying to be vegan. No. Yeah, yeah. In Queens, the vegan styles. It's Indian food. Yeah, exactly. It's just yeah, mostly Indian yeah. or like Thai. Thai. You can find sure. some Thai food, but you gotta like hold the fish sauce, you know. Yeah. Stuff like that. But. Yeah. Yeah, we've been to a place out there. Um, it's very similar to Juice Bar, uh, Veggie Castle. Mm-hmm. Been there? Oh, I haven't been there yet. Oh, oh Veggie Castle. Yes. Yes. Love that. It's further away from me, like Ozone yeah, Park, like Liberty, yeah, yeah and Liberty One Thirty. Yeah, it's further Third, away from me. There's one by my house now. I live in Regal Park, so there's one by my house now called um, Green Symphony, mm. and it's all vegan. That sounds That's, pretty. And it's been there for like a year and some change now, and I order out all the time there. Got it. Um, but you know, it's Asian. Cool. Okay. So, being a foodie, mm-hmm. what, in your opinion, has been the hardest thing to find non-animal-based replacements for? I would say cheese was my hardest thing for a long time, but now they have so many cheese replacements. They do. Like, oh Shout out to Riverdale, too. We're Shout out to Riverdale. Like, Hi, Riverdale. Yo. Um, I would say, so... It being in a line with pizza, mm-hmm. I mean, sorry, being in a line with cheese, pizza was the one thing that I felt like, no. Nah. Great. Like, no. Nah. And yeah. I was a pizza head. I was a cheese freak. Like, my mom told me when I was younger that I walked for cheese. She put cheese in front of me, and that's how she knew I could walk. <laughs> so it's a lifelong obsession. Yeah. Wow. Um, with that. But I'm very thankful that I'm not hurting anybody um, eating these the kind of cheeses that we like. Um, but... Yeah, I feel like cheese is the hardest thing. Everything else I can veganize, pretty much. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I think that the only thing that is not exactly like an egg, you don't have that yet, because I heard that the new egg, um, Follow Your Heart has an egg. Yeah, you have, it's egg. a powder though. Yeah, yeah. That you have to create. It's, and I heard it's, it's it looks close. and smells. It's pretty close. We've tried. Oh my god, it's so it's like the most amazing science. Shout out to Follow Your Heart. I really like you guys. Like I look at your brands and I get yeah, Follow warm Your Heart and fuzzy. Is, yeah, I'm, I'm, but I'm with it. But it literally smells. And they've been doing it for like, like a long time though. They were vegan uh, for a yes. long, 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 long time. It smells like scrambled eggs that you just cracked open out of uh, an egg, egg, and then. You put it in the pan and science happens and it's so cool. So that's the only other thing I would say. But everything else now, because of science, yeah. I don't see anything that I'm deprived of. Yeah. Now in 2007, I would have said, mm, yeah, you know, this laundry list of things. Laundry list, but now it's like, yeah, we can make it easy. Yeah, yeah today we, we ran out of uh, rice paper. I was gonna try the rice paper bacon recipe. It's pretty awesome. I want right. you to try that. You have to come back. Yeah. yeah. Coconut bacon's great. Eggplant bacon. Yeah. I haven't had eggplant. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Wow. Can we get that recipe though? I will hook you up. It's not mine. I just uh, cool I things. use it. It's cool dehydrated, but I, I like it. Sounds good. Sounds uh-huh. good. Um, what was my other question? Oh, wait, wait, wait. You mentioned pizza. Have you been to Screamers yet? Of course. And your review? My review is pretty. I'm like... I love simple pizza, so like you can just eat me a cheese pizza and I'm good. Um, but I'm also, since I've been, you know, more veg- vegeta- veg- vegetable, right? Vegetable <laughs> place. I don't know how to say it right. More vegetable based. Um, I do like their. They had like a a white pizza with broccoli raw that was pretty good. It's just the Alfredo sauce. I'm not really into on pizza, but it was a nice flavor. And they also had like a puttanesca, spicy kind of. Oh, that's all you that's had the to one. say. That's, that's the all one. you had to with say. The, with the chorizo oh, on it. Let's go. Yeah, it was good. We're going, we're going there now. Slamming. The now. garlic knots are good. Dinner tonight. Um, and they're right next to Van Loon's. Oh. And Green Messed Point. up my night. You take the G night. to Nassau. <laughs> you messed up my night in a good way. And we're going to get in our core and drive over and park. On the way back to the city. Anyway. That's a great idea. Thank um, you for that. High five. Yeah, so I've, I've tasted Screamers, and Screamers is delicious. I really I really enjoy it. And you know, it's like the brainchild of Black Bird, Black Bird and um, Champs, they say. Yeah. Yes. Black exactly. Bird in Philadelphia, Champs here in Brooklyn. We love you guys. Is, Thanks is for coming Is located at the... The old Champs. The old small Old Champs, Champs Jr. Champs Jr. On Manhattan Avenue. Got it. So we were and then there. right next to, I mean, literally right next to it, like a stone, so like, like that. Wow. Literally like that. Um, <laughs> is Van Lewins. That's dope. Right next to it. And then, because I was over there for the Pitch Black Brass mm-hmm. uh, yes. event. Yes. And it's at Manhattan Inn. You cross the street, you got Van Lewins and you got Screamers. Very wow. cool. All right, we're going to have to go take a visit. It's like a whole thing. Just go there, go to, go to Manhattan Inn, go to Van Lewins. And go to Screamers all in one place. What did you say you got from Toad Style that you really enjoyed? I love the almond milk uh, grilled cheese. Almond milk grilled cheese. And I had uh, something I like else. The, the cheese fries are my favorite. The almond milk grilled cheese, the fried pickles is, I don't, I mean, I just, I mean, the, 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 the coating kind of hurt my mouth, but... <laughs> It was delicious. You know what? We had actually we did have the fried pickles. We fried pickles were yeah. good. We totally got the fried, the fried pickles. pickles. I don't remember what I got there the first time, but the second time I was there, I got the almond milk uh, 
uh, grilled cheese, and I was like, yo. I just got a kick out of the fact that it is a vegan spot right in the hood. Like, in the oh, hood. You know, like, and I would appreciate, you know, like, I'm not going to, um, you know, uh, diss any of the home-owned, homegrown vegan, because they make everything from scratch there. I heard that. They Jeez, make everything yeah. from scratch. Their condiments, their that's awesome. Every single thing. They're soy free. They're most. They have a lot of gluten free options. So I took my mom there and it was great. Um, but I just would. I would wonder if you know some of the vegan spots. Like that's the reason why we do a vegan glow up. Is if I just wonder if you know things like the Epic Brunch or you know places like Veggie's Cafe mm-hmm. or just more diverse things where you're not just seeing a certain type of individual opening up places in the hood. Word up. You know what I mean? Right. But it's beneficial because we need to be exposed to healthy, healthier options. Totally. totally. Um, in places where we live. However, um, it would just be great if we could do it ourselves too. No doubt. In addition to the yeah. things that are already happening. Yeah, and I feel like that's that's what this awakening is about. You know, yeah. it's it's getting to a point where mm-hmm. so many of us, you know, and when I say us, I mean just like creative thinking people yeah. of mm-hmm. you know all walks of life mm-hmm. coming together on this and talking about it and living it and you know yeah. making it an everyday thing to the point where it's inevitable that that's the next step yes it makes start the most opening sense up shops right yeah. totally right so let's talk about uh some art okay you know, some yeah. creative vibes because yeah, we need energy for the art so that's Absolutely. why we talked about food yeah <laughs> Yeah. And the reality is that's how we met. You know, we met you on stage. Yeah. You know, doing your mm-hmm. thing. I know you're about to head back, you know, a little homecoming. Yeah. Kentucky. Talk yeah. a little bit about, you know, just what you've been doing on your music journey. Because it's just not the everyday I sing on stage type of thing. Yeah. Um, and thank you for asking because it has been a journey for real. I mean, definitely a process and I'm still growing in that. Um, I was a full-time teacher for 10 years, and I've always sang since I was a kid, and I've been singing background vocals and singing my own music, you know, in New York Mm -hmm. um, for uh, for about 10, 10, 11 years now. Um, But my father passed away in 2010, and uh, when he passed away, I was like, yo, I don't know anything about my family. Uh, Maybe I should, like, create some music or art that reflects how I grew up, how I was raised. Mm and so I kept teaching full time from 2010 to 2014, but I wanted to quit as soon as he passed. Um, but I kept doing it, and it was hard for me to leave because I love my students so much. And you know, I was that teacher. Oh, you got Miss Berry's class this year, and it was just great. And it kind of got to a point where it's like I just want the kids to adore me, as opposed to I want to do what's right for my spirit and my energy. And so in 2014, I resigned, like full-time teaching. I left the salary and the perks and the benefits and all that. And I decided to just go for it. And um, from there, I felt like all of that catapulted me to this moment right now. Like, if I didn't drop everything Mm -hmm. and go with it, then I would have probably still been stuck and doing the same things over and over again, getting, you know, just stuck in a rut and I was stuck in a rut and so I tried graduate school tried the masters and I am an academic to some extent but I'm a lot more creative than I am academic even though I feel like they can go hand in hand they can go hand in hand and they will and they do um it just wasn't working for me at that moment um so I tried graduate school didn't like it wasn't wasn't feeling it and then 
I started writing music. Like in the year that I was planning on leaving, mm-hmm. music just started coming out of me. That was reflective of how I grew up. And um, people always tell me, tell me that I'm like one of the first people that they met that's black and from Kentucky. And I'm like, ain't too many of us. I might be the, I might be the generation. Right, right. I might be the person. I feel like um, I said that to you. Yeah, like it's more than just one person, but you probably did, yeah. And um, and so I was like, well, what does that look like? What is like, what does being black from Kentucky look like? Um, and I and, and I had to think about it. I was like, I don't know any black people. Like heroes. I'm from Kentucky. Mm-hmm. I was like, Muhammad Ali. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, and it just, I, nothing. Muhammad Ali and probably and a Mary. bunch of <laughs> collegiate sports superstars who came from somewhere else. Yeah, right? that came from somewhere else. <laughs> and so I decided, I was like, I need to research. And so I went on a journey. I went back home in 2013. Um, I talked to my mentors. They guided me. This is where you should be reading. This is you should be reading. I learned Margaret Gardner, the lady who was based off Beloved. She's okay. from, um, she was uh, enslaved in Kentucky. Then she um, ran off to Dayton, Ohio, which is like two hours from my hometown. Um, and there's like a lot more. Um, but I found four that matched the energy of my family. Okay. I found two men, two women. I turn into them on stage as well mm-hmm. as tell the story of my family with seven songs. Dope. Um, and so it's a one-woman show musical. And so from there, um, a lot of work has come out of that. And what's right. the name of the musical? Yeah. The musical is Brown Girl Bluegrass. Check that out. Um, it's browngirlbluegrass.com, Brown Girl Bluegrass on IG, Brown Girl Bluegrass on Facebook. We out cheer. Mm-hmm. No doubt. No doubt. Um, so yeah, and so this time around, so last year, around this time it was my first time going back to perform the show okay and we performed to a sold out audience of five over 500 people nice awesome i literally was crying like it i could not believe it it was the biggest performance probably of our career nice and then i went back in february in february we had about 400 people there awesome right? and i just did one date there i did one date at the lyric and this time i was like i want to make it different I've been there twice already. I don't want to overstay my welcome. Mm-hmm. Um, so I made this my last time to perform Brown Girl Bluegrass at the theater that's been asking me to come back. The Lyric Theater, my home theater. Boom. In Lexington, Kentucky. Shout out to Ashley Smith and Donald Mason for asking me to come. They also went to Taste Creek High School. Shout out, class like 97. Anyway, the point is, um, mm-hmm. we went uh, and they asked me to come back. And then um, this time around, I'm doing three dates. The first two dates are concert. It's like a straight up concert. The songs from Brown Girl Bluegrass, mm-hmm. no characterizations or anything. It's just me, my band, my background singers, and we just jamming on stage Dope. with new music, old music, and my music all together. Dope. It's like a two hour concert. And then on Sunday, October 2nd, we're just gonna do the full run of Brown Girl Bluegrass with the with the band and the background singers, nice. which hasn't been done before. Nice. I think we should go to Kentucky, John Robinson. Um, That's the plan though. I got this collective happening, so. It's coming. It's brewing. What? Because, you know, we're working on Tubman together, so I know we're going to... Great segue. Can you talk about about Tubman? As Cody is snoring. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, So, in the the spirit of Brown Girl Bluegrass, Brown Girl Bluegrass is autobiographical, so it talks about me as a black woman in the world. So, it's Mm -hmm. a microcosm, right? And so, Tubman is a macro, right? So, she's like... The hero, the heroes of heroes, the heroines of heroines. So mm-hmm. that's I feel like a lot of it didn't start with her, but I feel like her visibility um, makes her 
just iconic. Mm -hmm. um, and we didn't have as much visi visi visibility before her. You have to really search right. for black women before her. Um, and luckily, she was in a time where there was photography that was happening, so we got the chance to see what she looked like. And, Agreed, yeah. Um, so outside of Frederick Douglass, she was one of the most photo uh, photographed people in the um, 18th century, um, 19th century. Um, so that was a huge thing. Um, that she, she curated her image, she curated a lot of things that she talked about. And so I felt like a lot of those things were like me. And then even when I read her story and I did my research, I was like, this sounds like a lot of the black girls right now mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that I work with, that I that I am, that, I, that I've experienced in my, in my time here in Harlem. So Tubman is a modern adaptation of Harriet Tubman's story, told in the form of told in the lens of a special education or a special needs student. Mm. So it's gonna be a, it's, it's set in Harlem, set in 2000 now, present present mm -hmm. day, 2016. And it really uh, talks about the, the human that Harriet Tubman was. Like she was, um, she was traumatically injured when she was younger. Mm -hmm. And so if she was in 2016, she had have a traumatic brain injury, she would have an IEP she would be a special needs student. And I just wonder how she would be treated mm. in that capacity, but she was still the leader of Harriet Tubman. Like, she has all that inside of her, all of this. I mean, she was like a frail child. Uh, she was very sickly. Mm. She was always blacking out because of the mm. traumatic brain injury. So I'm thinking like, what if that translated into schools right now? I mean, they would say she's crazy. They would say that, you know, she needs help. They would write all these anecdotes about her. Um, and they probably wouldn't try to get to know her as a person. And so, um, to me, I feel like that's every black woman's story. And so, when I started to look at her story and started to look at the girls that I've taught, it's too, too much in common for me not to write about it. Mm -hmm. And me being an educator, it just speaks to the need for telling more black women's stories in general. Word. Word. Kleenex. I'm excited to be a part of that. Yeah, so so yeah, JR has uh, written two beats and we've written yeah. two songs together with that so far, so there's more to come. I think we got like a couple more in there. But... And they're amazing. I think we should like play them in the background. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Nudge, nudge. I mean, it's I'm, I'm thankful because those beats were made specifically for me. And so right. therefore, the energy of that is super authentic. Mm -hmm. True. Um, so before that, I was just rhyming or singing to beats that were already made. Randomly. Yeah, and and I would say that that I guess that day we initially met about it, it inspired me to make tracks at a faster tempo. Yeah, because normally I don't really go, you know, that's like one twenty or better. Yeah. You know? So yeah, normally I'm more in the nineties. Yeah, you got the you got the boom bap, the yeah, exactly. laid back flow, and that's dope. I think that's great too. I just, for me, I felt like um, I had to do something that was not as organic mm -hmm. and rustic as Brown Girl Bluegrass yeah. to, get the, to get the youth Definitely. Um, in a way that I wanted to reach them. So it's going to be a different um, lens, but it's still going to be in the same idea and spirit. Knowing the backstory and having heard the music that you've both created, it's, it's very powerful and very inspiring. So I'm excited. Give thanks for that. I appreciate it. Yes. It's great. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Any last words, y'all? We talked a lot. Yes. We got, yeah, we we definitely um said a lot of powerful things. 
I guess the last thing I would ask you, Barry, is um, where can our listeners find you on the Instaweb? Exactly. I mean, Where's everywhere. Them all? all of them. All of them. All of them. What would you consider Over. the central point of saying you hit this and you find all? Because there are a lot of branches to the tree. So where's the There root? are a lot of branches to the tree. I would say um, barryandcompany.com has okay. everything. Barryandcompany.com has everything. So all one word, Barry and Company. And yeah, if you're listening to this, just look in the description and we have the link right there. Yeah, Barry and Company. B-E-R-R-Y-A-N-D-C-O-M-P-A-N-Y.com. And and yeah, definitely check out the different branches. You know, we mentioned the vegan glow up. So, you know, I can say all my IG handles right now. So I got an OG page called um, Barry and Co. So it's basically Barry and Company, but just C.O. And then um, I'm starting a style blog. Oh, Lord. Um, so much, She's so very much. stylish, America. Uh, very stylish. Okay. It's called Berry Stylish. Yes, called Berry Berry Stylish. So that's IG. And then I also have a page for Tubman, Air Tubman. And I also have a page for Brown Girl Bluegrass, which is Brown Girl Bluegrass. And then um, I also have a page for education called The Berry Best Education. Totally. I not know about that one. And I so, I mean, they're, right all, they're all doing pretty well. Um, um, Berry Stylish and Brown Girl Bluegrass are like the second... Um, highest blog so far but i'm thankful because people are like responding and like asking me to feature and stuff and i'm like for real like i don't know what i'm doing like it's just an <laughs> iphone photography but you and if, you, if you, you out there good. and you want one of those uh social media boot camps just holla at barry holla at me That's and then i got i got shirts too i got shirts too so <laughs> consultations holler at me i got shirts and everything so you'll find everything on barryandcompany.com so Dope. I Dope. want a very very stylish T-shirt. I'm putting that. Um, out it's there coming. Now. It's coming. I got the new logo, fresh logo, debuting on logo? Thursday. Who did your logo? Yes, all of my logos have been designed by Con Boogie. Con Boogie. You can what find up? him on IG Con K O N underscore Boogie B O G G I E. He's like my graphic designer extraordinaire. He does everything. Yes. So. No doubt. No doubt. Thank yeah, you all both for my new T-shirt. Clean. Appreciate it. Hey. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank coming. you for the food. I'm Breaking food. bread with us. Hey. Sharing your awesomeness with us. Thank you. We appreciate and love you. Thank you for uh, planning our dinner tonight. Screamers. <laughs> yeah, all day. Screamers and ice cream. All right. Thank you, y'all. Peace Bye. each and every one of you for all your love and support. For more information and recipes, log on to our website, www.epicbrunch.com. We'd love to hear from you, so give us a shout via email, epicbrunchbk at gmail.com. Please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and find us on social media at Epic Brunch on Instagram, SoundCloud, and Facebook. 